Welcome back to Surviving the Cancel. As someone who is an entrepreneur or unemployed, whichever you prefer to call me, I want to talk to you today about what I think personally about raising the minimum wage. And this is from someone who is poor and doesn't have a job and doesn't have income and doesn't have money and all these things. What do I think about raising the minimum wage? That's what I want to talk to you about because, you know, it's a hot topic right now and you know, a way to grab attention is to talk about hot topics and because to some people it's, you know, it's important. To me it's important. It's an important uh, conversation to be had. Um, The reason that I named this podcast Surviving the Cancel is because specifically from the perspective of an innovator, an entrepreneur, artist, someone who is a deserter of the status quo, it appears you know, it's hard to pinpoint whether this is true or not, but it, it appears as if there's a witch hunt on innovation, a witch hunt on entrepreneurialism. It appears that a lot of the devices and systems of this world are being set up to cancel entrepreneurship. That's what it appears like. Now, when I say it appears that way, it's not to say, because a lot of people that I look up to, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of innovators, a lot of figureheads, public figures and things like that, like to be conspiracy theorists and suppose that there's a person doing this or a group of people doing this intentionally. Undoubtedly, it's a group of people doing this, but it's not like a small group of people or it's not it may not be a small group of people or it may not be intentional or it, it, it may be who knows um i think that the systems being set up in this world that seemingly push entrepreneurs out of the fold there's a great chance that they're being set up serendipitously like people aren't meaning to do this but i also you know it, it's just many people in society people who live within the status quo and believe the mainstream ideologies um the people who i like jeremy uh ryan slate he refers to them he referred to them no it was brian lofermento he referred to them on the summit as the mob um the people who like to go around canceling people and things like that and a lot of the times rightfully so because many people in this world do bad things i mean that's just the way it is and to say that you don't like someone for doing something bad i mean that's justice. That's fine. But uh, they have their own ways of living. And they believe in their own ways of living. And because they're the majority, a lot of what manifests from the you know the status quo from the majority of people are going to be in their image. And against the image of everyone that are contrary. Um, which everyone else that's contrary is like innovators and entrepreneurs and artists and things like that. Um... So I just want to put that out there. I want to be a conspiracy theorist and say it's them. They're trying to cancel entrepreneurs. They're trying to cancel innovation. But let's get down to the main topic. Um, the increasing of minimum wage. First and foremost, um, if there is a way, because, you know, also a lot of public figures just to make a movement and make a stir they like to make a lot of these conversations binary. They like to make them black and white when they aren't really all that way. Um, 
So first and foremost, I want to give some credit to the idea that, look, if minimum wage, you know, if minimum wage can be raised and people want to raise it, give, give people money. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't really, well, I do care, but I'm going to tell you why I care. But if you can get some more people money, I mean, if that's what they want, that is what it is. You know, same thing with like socialism, things like that. I know a lot of people want to, oh, against socialism. Um, if people can have their socialism, even though I think these things aren't very helpful to people, and I can have what I want, my business and things like that, fine. If we can find a way to figure it out, you know, let's get people what they want. You know, my ideologies aren't solely truthful or anything like that, and they aren't without compromise, you know. Now, I think my ideologies and the way I see the world are far more beneficial than what other people propose but who am i to cancel their you know points of views and ways of believing you know because i think minds are the greatest everyone thinks there's the greatest and you know that's the problem we got to be able to see other people's perspective and allow other people to have what it is that they want you know um if the majority of people in the united states was like okay we want this now to be a socialistic country i mean that's what they want that's okay I, and I would just go to a different country or I would just go and do business and create my dreams elsewhere. And, and that's fine. You know, I don't want to, you know, just because they're canceling me, I don't want to try to cancel them or block them out or anything like that. As long as their policies, like I said, are coexisting and it and, and doesn't doesn't hurt people and things like that. But I'm a little I'm, I'm rambling a little bit on this episode because I'm just kind of free thinking but free thinking like I'm a hippie or something California really done something to me man um about the minimum wage Mm. I don't think raising minimum wage helps people very much and the reason I say that is because I mean it's beyond minimum wage like I said I feel like a lot of the devices in this country are set up to you know, really limit the potential of people who are without the status quo. You know, the artists, the innovators, who, the entrepreneurs who go on to do their own things. And the reason I, you know, the, what I'm talking about, the devices, is things like, you know, higher tax rates, higher minimum wages, and, you know, things like that. And the reason why, not just minimum wage, I have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't. I suppose I don't really care. <laughs> you know, the reason why I think some of these things are a little bit dangerous because it's like a squirrel trap, man. Back in my girlfriend's house in Maryland, because Maryland is a country ass place. Uh, even in my house, we would have squirrels in the attic. Squirrels. And you would have them running around and scratching all night and they get stuck in there and things like that. And obviously you don't want a squirrel to be in your attic because a squirrel can attack you and kill you. Also, a squirrel can die and kill itself in the attic. And if a squirrel dies and kills itself in the attic, it smells bad around the whole house. So what my girlfriend did is she, she got these traps, right? And here's how the trap worked. The squirrel runs in, the squirrel can't get out squirrel gets stuck now the squirrel doesn't die but he gets stuck in the trap and then she takes and releases them at the park 
because why would you just kill a squirrel for no reason so yeah a lot of I, I suppose most traps are like that you go in you can't get out i mean it's, it's like a wine bottle with gnats you go in you can't get out um my fear for a lot of people is that they're creating a society that you where you go in and you can't get out i understand the positive outlook on a lot of the changes in, in the world that are being made people want to get paid more right who doesn't want more money and to live better and a better chance at your dreams and things like that more freedom who doesn't want that you know um who doesn't want more benefits for the poor you know even if you got to tax the rich one who doesn't want benefit more benefits and more pay and more life for people who don't have anything it's not like people who are extremely wealthy will miss it which you know that i'm just saying you know that last part they'll they, you know they'll probably miss it because a lot of people who are rich use their money to help other people and you know supplement the life that they earned and things like that but uh this is you know i can understand when people say that but the, but the problem is is you know everything we do to serve the poor puts a constraint on people who are rich and wealthy who I like and admire very much people who've done things in this world people who've contributed to this world to a severe degree but it's less about them and more about the people who are poor when I give my carps about the minimum wage and wealth taxes and things like that the problem that I have with, with all this stuff which is not really a problem just what I think about it I guess is that poor people including myself they want to live normally they want to have a life they want to be able to sustain and not fear about hunger and homelessness. I just walked by. L.A. is the only city in the world that would condition you to walk by. The human beings laying on the sidewalk, probably dying. You hear their ragged breath. You see their skin deteriorating, which I just saw at the corner store, Hope Slickers. Um, and you'll just walk by them like nothing happened. Like, it's crazy. But, um... People don't want that to happen to them. They don't want bad things to happen to them or their family. They want to be okay. You know, they can't afford their rents, their car payments, anything like that. And um, so they want to raise all this thing. But my fear for these people is that once you blow, you know, we're we're making it very easy, like the squirrel trap, for people to get into the middle class. Okay. We're giving people all these, you know, uh, you know, all types of, I don't know, you know, higher wages, you know, we're giving them all types of, you know, programs to help them get by day to day, you know, at the expense of people who have it all, supposedly, and we're, and, and we're helping people out. And so we're making the channel to get into the middle class really big. And so people are, you know, becoming middle class and living well. My problem, my, 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 my thoughts on this is that while it may be easy to get in the middle class, like it may be easy to get into that squirrel trap, um, a lot of people are only aspiring to be in the middle class because of where they are in life now. When you're at the bottom, you know, it creates a scarcity in your mind. It creates a scarcity in your life. It creates a panic and a fervor of feelings that is primal 
you're at the bottom of, of, of the human pyramid of motivation. You know, you're at um, physiological needs. You want food, water, shelter, or, or safety needs. You got to feel secure. But once you get into the middle class, you've proceeded past those needs. And you proceed up the pyramid of motivation. And so you get to things like love and belonging. You want prestige. You want mastery. And um, so what I'm proposing is as you proceed into the middle class, because the government and the world around you has made it easier to do, you proceed even further up the pyramid of needs. And you hit a place on that pyramid where now suddenly you want prestige. You become a different entity. You become a different person. And through those pursuits, you begin to therefore want more for yourself. But like the swirl trap, it's easy to get into the middle class, but it's hard to get out. I think what people fail to realize is that like people on Twitter, they'll say, you know, people on Twitter will go and like, you know, the, the people who are who don't like wealth taxes and things like that are, are going to say, you know, Joe Biden or whoever is the president is hiking the tax. It's not fair to rich people. And the people on Twitter will come after them and say things like, well, you got to read. It's only for people who are rich. It's only for people who made a million a year or $400,000 per year. It's only for the 1%, this, that, and a third. I think what people who say that fail to realize is that the people who are complaining about it, they, they, they're already middle class. And so they've superseded those levels of the pyramid that, you know, the people who are struggling are on. And they project themselves to someday be in the 1%. Like these people who have unlocked the ability because of where they are in life to aspire. They're comfortable enough to where they can dream. And they realize that the channel to their dreams, to wealth, to power, to prestige, to all these things that they want is getting more and more narrow and more and more hard and constricted. Um, and so while more people are coming into the middle class because it's more accessible, they're pushing more people there. Less people are able to dream and aspire and accomplish great things because, you know, they've made it harder and harder. They're, they're supposedly, I don't know if any of this is true, making it harder and harder and harder to do. And so I think that a lot of people who want higher minimum wages and more taxes on the rich to help them out and, you know, schools and health care or whatever it is, which some of these things are great things. I think they'll run into a place in life where they have enough to survive and they leave survivor mode and they began to go into a mode of aspiration and they'll realize, okay, well, you know, I've made it easy for myself to get into this trap, but very hard to exit into higher ground. And they'll realize like, well, it's, it's very hard now to, to be rich as I become, as I fight for my dreams, as I become more wealthy, as I try to start a business, as I try to want more for my life and my family and the people around me, um, it'll get harder and harder and harder. Because I'll have to pay more in taxes. Because I have to pay more to employees. Because I have to pay more to this, this, that, and the third, and that, and the third. You know, um, yeah. I think people are making a trap that's easy to get in and hard to get out. And for a lot of people, for maybe a majority of people, they just want to be in that trap. It's not a trap for them at all. It's like, that's where they want to be. You know, they want a life where they can eat and sustain and just be social and just do what they want to do with their life without having to worry without having to be you know they want to they want to um, they want a living wage you know now I understand 
you know, and, and, and that's 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 what it is. You know, if we can get people that, why not get people that? Now, I understand people have other arguments. I don't know how true these are. They say if you give people a, a higher wage, prices will inflate around them. I don't know anything about that. I got to study that. Maybe it's true. That would be something to consider. Um, you know, also, there's the fact of the matter is, I, I, you know, if people you know, now people can say things for themselves and people can say things for other people if you're hoping on a minimum wage and this is this is one of one of the things i think about it also those that are hoping for themselves on a minimum wage you know is you know you're kind of dissing yourself because you're undermining your own potential you know you're praying that you have a higher minimum when your output is far greater than the minimum you know, I talk to a lot of people in life, friends, family, strangers, and they often tell me about, you know, the people in their lives that are making a lot of money. They'll tell me about engineers and doctors and, oh, they're making 80000 man. Oh, they're 100000 They made it. They're rich. And as somebody who has been brainwashed by entrepreneurs on the Internet, you know, it, it appears to me that that's not a lot of money, you know. That you know, human, you know, your capacity, your capability as a human is far beyond that. You look at somebody like Jeff Bezos. I hate, I shouldn't even use that example. Let me give a, a, a different example. Let's not even say it's somebody's name. You look at any billionaire or, or multi millionaire that you know they're making a million a month, they're making your entire you know lifetime salary, you know, all you achieve in your life in, in, in a day or three days or a week. You know, and, you know, they're not that much quicker or faster or advantaged than, than we are. You know, um, anybody can supposedly reach those heights or reach heights that are, you know, do at least 1% of that. You know, make a million in a year. Um, make a million in two years. I feel like a lot of people undersell their, you know, their own capacity, you know, their own capabilities. They don't really believe in themselves. And, you know, so they'll accept minimum wage and they'll accept comfort and they'll, the opportunity cost will be who they could become rather. Um, it's a very bad thing if you're praying that you can have the minimum of something. you praying that you can have the least. And if you want that for other people, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it is also undermining the value of other people, the capabilities of other people. Um, even to think that other people need a minimum wage is like, well, maybe they can achieve more, you know. Now, there's also another argument about the entire thing that, you know, oh, well, the minimum wage, you know, the whole thing about the minimum wage is that we can, we, you know, you accepted that deal, you know, and you, I mean, it's truthful that you did. If you, if you got getting a minimum wage, you did accept that, you know, you said, you put the offer on the table and you was like, okay, that's good. Whatever you're getting paid right now, you said, okay, that's good for me. I'll take it, you know, um, and you're allowed to want better after the fact that you take something and you decide you want something different. You're allowed to feel that way. Uh, but people also say, okay, here's, here's, here's another thing about the minimum wage conversation in this society. You know, the good thing about it is that as a collective value is often not determined by us. And so in order for us to be compensated, we have to concede to what it is that other people wish and desire for us we don't look at our jobs and the things our businesses and the things we do and say 
this is valuable because I said so. If we were allowed to do that, a lot of us would get rich without serving other people. You know, because society determines value, the only way to be compensated highly is to do something that other people find valuable. The only way to be compensated highly is to do something that other people think is worth compensating you for. I think, you know, the quote is there, you're paid in direct proportion to the problems that you solve for this world and other people. So they think the problem is very valuable. You'll be paid in proportion to that value. And so, you know, if you are getting paid minimum wage, if you are getting paid a, a little bit of money, you know, perhaps, I don't know your situation, I don't know you personally, but maybe it would be helpful to look at the circumstance that you're in and say, maybe I should shift what I think is valuable. I mean, shift my actions from what I think is valuable and what I think I should be paid to what society and other people think are valuable. What does the world need right now that they are, they're willing to compensate, you know, me, you know, me a huge amount for, you know, just, 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 I mean, if you look at that, I mean, it becomes a lot easier. The world pays you whatever you get paid right now, because that's what they think it's worth. But there are other things that they think help them more and you can do those other things and you'll be therefore paid higher, you know, and, 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 and that's an art, another argument against, you know, oh, we should raise minimum wage. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's like, oh, well, because the people who get paid that think so, you know, when really the attention should be on the people who are paying it now, you know, and that goes back to the first point I brought up in this podcast. So if you can, if you're somebody that is making minimum wage and you want it to be increasing, you can get it done props to you. Because you've successfully marketed your value to the people that you're working for. You know, you've you've adjusted what they how much how valuable they think it is in their mind. And that, that requires a skill set and, and, and a finesse on its own. That's a great thing to be able to do. So if you want that and you're working for it, go for it. But there are other ways. Uh, the point I'm making in this podcast is, though, is that, you know, I can say this truthfully, there is uh whether intentional or not, whether by a singular group or just as by the function of society, there seems to be, I would say there is a witch hunt on innovation. And, and that's just human nature. People who are deserters of the status quo, deserters of the in-group become the out-group by nature. The you know, entrepreneurs, the innovators, the, the, you know, the artists of the world who don't want to concede to regularity, who are true individuals, um, and I think we have to recognize or, or, or try every day hard to discern whether the devices that we employ as a society are meant to suppress people who, you know, ultimately decide to be individuals, ultimately decide to be themselves, you know. People who say, okay, I don't want this minimum wage. I want to be more valuable. I want to help people in the ways that they desire. Oftentimes, you know, you know, you know like I say, look at society. You know, if we want to, you know, people, people to aspire beyond their position and to be greater, we have to make it easier for them to do so. Or not make it easier, just not make it harder for them to do so. You know, people want to say, hey, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, quit your job and, 
this, that, and the third, and 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 you're getting paid. But 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 everybody, you know, really, you know, enforces that idea that you should do those things, that you should put in, you know, minimum minimal value is determined by the people around you, that you shouldn't aspire to be something unique and different. You know, they make it easy to go in a trap, but not to get out. And I think, you know, that's something that we need to consider. So uh, ultimately, the answer to the question, should a minimum wage be raised? No, I don't really think it matters. You know, I, I don't think $15 is going to make a hell of a difference for a lot of people. I think the only difference, you know, you know it's it's like for the goal that people are trying to accomplish, there are there are, there are better methods. That's the point I'm bringing. You know, in wrestling, uh, not even wrestling. Like, uh, if you want to, you know, I'll say kill somebody, you know, just just something random. Um, raising the minimum wage would be the equivalent of, you know going after them with a piece of paper a paper ball or something like that you know whereas you know your goal is to be sound and stable you know starting a real business and doing something that's valuable in this world would be the equivalent of going after them with a gun while they're sleeping you know so should it be raised uh you know, maybe, maybe, but you know, the point I'm bringing is I don't really think it matters too much. I think it, it, what, what matters is that, you know, what's inside of you, you know, the margins that are being made by the biggest corporations in the world. I have no idea. You know, I, I know Apple makes about 240 million billion profit. You know, uh, that might not be profit. That might be revenue. But a lot of companies that are tech companies that are huge companies are making a lot of money profit. But the small business, you know, think about even the small businesses, which no one really cares about. So I don't care about small businesses, to be honest, because why would you ever want to be a small business in the first place? But um, I suppose we have different reasons for the things they do. But it, I don't I don't know, man, I'm just going to close this out. You know, the you know, people argue that, you know, a lot of companies don't have the money to actually pay $15 minimum wage. So. I don't know. There are a lot of variables in this situation that really have to be determined. That's just my take on it. Society, you know, it is completely fine to make it easier for people to be middle class, but to ensure that they continue to go on and continue to inspire and to continue to be something great is something that's important too. Um, because people, when they, you know, people, you know, human beings by nature, they, you know, they'll always ascend in their desire to 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 accomplish to do things a state champ wants to be a national champ wants to be a world champ wants to be an olympic champ and it goes on and on and on so yeah that's my take on it this is dallas this is surviving to cancel i appreciate you a lot for listening thank you i'll see you next episode